0: How's it going? That was a, that was more of an owl hello than normal. Who? <laughs> hello. Didn't mean to startle ya. Hopefully you stayed on the road or didn't accidentally press send on an email after being startled by my voice. You know, I uh, I should have warned ya. How you guys doing? Welcome back to the episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Thrive Market. I'm seriously loving Thrive Market. Like you guys got to get on board. I don't know what you're doing. What are you doing? not getting on board. I ask you this. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, guys, I'm about ready to in, let's see, four days, five days. I'm going to count them down because, listen, I miss Greg. I, uh, you know, I didn't move to the desert this summer. I mean, I so I moved to my parents' place in the desert this summer to get out of LA because, you know, it's LA and it's not going so great for the COVID and just to have more space and you know, really thrive, Uh, but uh, Greg was supposed to be here, like, a lot of the time, but I did know he'd had to go to Colorado a lot, so as it turns out, being alone in a a community of older people uh, where you can't hang out with them anyways, you know, you know, when COVID stops, though, and if I'm still here, I plan to make some some friends. I plan, I've been getting on the Next Door app creeping on what they talk about. There's an over 50 singles, singles group. There's a hippie group for like people that like, and they're talking about like, yeah, I went to the Whiskey on Sunset Strip, but I want to chime in and be like, I've been there recently. We should be friends. I know there's a 40 year age difference, but it's okay. Um, So listen, when COVID lifts, I uh, I got a new crew I plan to hang out with. I know you guys are jealous, but anyways, so like when I, when I was coming here, I was like, all right, well, it'll be great. Cause you know, Greg and I will get a lot of work done. We get, were, you know, created that other podcast, seven deadly sinners, But then when he had to go to Colorado and after like a week to 10 days, I'm like, I've been talking to myself a lot. I see no other humans. Nothing's open here. So it's not like I can like, you know, go to a restaurant and just awkwardly make conversations with the waiter just to have human interaction. It's like, no, it's just, just me. And so I spent a lot of time, like, I can't work all day long because that my brain would explode. So there's a a lot of eating, a lot of grazing, a lot of snacking. Like I didn't know it was possible for someone to do. I'm not even hungry. Literally, it's to the point where I'm legitimately full. But I'm like, I guess some other Reese's, uh, dark chocolate Reese's from Trader Joe's is probably what I need right now. I need a pick-me-up. Anyways, so yeah, uh, I also like been sleep, not in a depressing way. Don't worry. It's more just like, what else am I supposed to do? So I've been like sleeping like. Maybe an extra hour or two a night just to be like, well, that took up two hours of time where I'm not talking to myself. Um, so, yeah. So, anyways, I'm going to be going to Colorado for like 11 days coming up pretty soon. Colorado's lovely. Love his ranch. Love that he's building a container home. Love his dad's home on the property. Love the friends that are... Love all of it. Except for it's just not done yet. So, um, it's going to... It's there's a roof over my head but it is somewhat like camping for like 11 days straight so if you want to follow me on Instagram for that journey we'll see I am kind of hoping though that it's kind of going to be like a forced diet if that makes sense because I'm not like in my own home with an abundance of groceries that I keep just instacarting and um like you know just the loneliness and boredom where I can just constantly eat like it's kind of a fend-for-yourself situation on the ranch. Like, yeah, we all have, have dinner together and stuff, but it's not like... There will not be constant food at my disposal, which I could really use. It's like a forced fat camp for me. I could really use it. So I'm hoping that that's, that's part of my journey while I'm there. But uh, yeah, I'll keep you updated on that. Follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-I-C-H-A-E-L-N. O'Brien reads like Rachel no Brian. Tell me how you're doing. Tell me about your COVID journey. Like, I feel like a lot of people you know, really went hard with like sweatpants and the eating and all that stuff. And I feel like I was like, kind of stayed on top of my stuff. I've, I've let it go recently. I don't know. I also feel like I talk about this every single episode because it's, you know, it's a, it's, it's a journey. It's, it crisscrosses. It's not a straight line. Uh, and uh, I've, I've tried various things. I tried intermittent fasting. I can easily intermittent fast when I'm not thinking about it when I, but when I have a timer on my phone, I'm like, oh my God, two more hours. (laughs) I'm gonna die without food, even though the last time I ate was like a meal of like three thousand calories. Um, but yeah, I also have some really fun episodes coming up uh, on be here for a while. I have a tarot besides the episode today, which I'll tell you about in a second. I have a tarot reader coming on, already recorded that, and she's got some really cool predictions for you know your post-COVID dating patterns based on your sign and her current predictions for you now, which I thought was really interesting. And um, I also just reached out to uh, Sarah Turney, who is the host of the Voices of Justice podcast, and the sister of Alyssa Turney, who uh, went missing uh, close to 20 years ago. And um, she's trying to find justice for her sister, and her story's so cool. She joined TikTok to get her sister's name out there, and she's, she's a fighter, and she's not giving up. So I reached out to her like an hour ago. Fingers crossed she responds, and she'll want to be a guest because... Her stories and her investigation of all into her family background and just try to figure out what happened is just incredible. So I'm really hoping for that. And I love when you guys send me suggestions too that I've, I get occasionally I'll get a suggestion from you guys and I'll try to reach out to that guest. So that's really cool. I love to hear what you want to hear. Um, and yeah, and my guest today is amazing. She is a wonderful friend. She's an advocate for women and just an all-around cool chick. Her reality TV career started almost by accident when she was trying out for the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and ended up on their docu-series, which I don't know if you guys watched that. I watched it on CMT, like not a ton of episodes, but I totally remember being like, this is a really tough job. Um, and then her three-year career as a professional NFL and NBA dancer to her also also basically following into her time on uh, Nick Viles' season of The Bachelor and then Bachelor in Paradise Um, We discuss the pressures of body image in the world of dance and just being a female in general. Clearly, that's all I seem to talk about lately. Hope that's not too much. Um, Her experience of being a woman of color on reality TV and in the dancing world and what's next for her. And she also gives some inside scoop on The Bachelor. And uh, yeah, oh, I also maybe I already mentioned this, but if I didn't, then I forgot to mention it. Um, I may do some bachelorette recon while I'm here in the desert over the summer. They are filming the new bachelorette less than a mile from my house in La Quinta. So either prepare for some inside scoop or for me to be arrested. Uh, it could go either way, but, uh, yeah, it's literally, it's less than a mile away at the La Quinta resort, which I, I truly don't know how they're going to, with all the outdoor activities they do on the bachelor and bachelorette, like it's 115 minimum right now. Like how? Ha- I can't imagine sweating profusely with makeup on on a TV show while you're dating. Like, I don't know why they chose to do it here. Maybe because there's less COVID cases. I have no idea, but uh, that will be interesting to see. But uh, yeah, so without further ado, give it up for my guest today, Jasmine Good. Jasmine, thank you so much for doing this. This has been yes. a long time in the making.
1: I know. I feel like our schedules have been so... Out of whack, and then COVID and quarantine. Like, yeah, so yeah. I'm but happy. I feel like <laughs> we like would talk about it. Like we would be like
0: out for drinks this yeah. afternoon. Like we need to podcast together. And, and they're like, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like two months would go by, and like maybe I'd shoot you a text, and then like maybe you'd respond later. And then, and then we'll have it dinner, and it's still not happening. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I gotta do that. I gotta be- <laughs> <should we> do <laughs> It's hard when you're like actually like friends with someone because you're just like I don't want to like have to schedule yeah. something with you. Like it's, I know, like, I know. fun just to hang out. I know, exactly. I'm like, it's going to happen eventually. Yeah. It just took quarantine where there's nothing else to do and I can't see you (laughs) anyways. Exactly. Well, you can't hang out, so I guess this is the time. Yeah. How is your quarantine going?
1: Good. I mean, it's still the same i mean i'm still doing a puzzle right here you know next to me uh my puzzle game is strong um you know (laughs) it's nice now that some places are open for dining like outdoor dining so it's Mm -hmm. nice to get out to do that but it's still like i feel like it's still the same you know just nice to like go see a friend at dinner but even that I'm still kind of like cautious and yeah. it's scary you know it's and I feel real. like it keeps
0: changing too like here in the desert it was like they had opened indoor dining at some places for a little bit because uh-huh. no one wants to dine in 115 degree heat outside but then they just took that away which I totally understand why because our cases aren't getting lower in, in yeah. California but like so now there's no dining, basically. Like, yes, you can <laughs> dine outside, but would, honestly, would you want to eat a crab claw
1: in 150 Heck degrees? No. Sweating, just cracking open, yeah. like dripping. <laughs> like, this is amazing. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, so I get it. at Palm Springs here. It's not that bad. It's, it's hot, but it's like, you know, LA heat. Yeah, it's like breeze. 80s. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like
0: nice. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. Uh, are you still hunkered down with Zach? Yeah, Zach's still
1: here. <laughs> Zach, uh, actually... Is he home? I don't even know. He might walk out, so excuse okay. if that happens. Um, well, yeah, so well it's no, he's loud. He yeah, doesn't know. Zach's me, voice, so. you hear, you'll hear, you hear it. Yes. Um, but I'm actually moving um, in like three weeks. Just Where are you going? Road. Yeah, just another apartment down the street. So oh, nice. By move yourself? On. No, I'm moving with another friend. Oh, Nothing, okay. like, there's no issues here. It's just, I just, you know, want other things. Are, are you sure you <laughs> don't want to confess to a big fight to my no, listeners? No, me <laughs> and Zach are cool. We're still so cool. I just wanted a different building. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, know. I know.
0: know (laughs) That's funny. Okay. So I want to get into like, I know about your career and background, but like, it's not something that I've ever been able to be like, so what was it like being a professional dancer and all that? Like, I want to know like (laughs) how you got into everything. So what, I mean, what were you like growing up? Did you know you wanted to be in entertainment or did you know you wanted to be a professional dancer? Like what were your, what did you think you were going to do?
1: Um, when I was little, I, Always knew it was going to be some kind of like entertainment field. Um, I was told my mom when I was little, I was like, I want to be a Disney princess. Like, that was like my dream, you know, when everyone's little. And I actually became a Disney princess, which is crazy. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Did you work at Disney? Yeah, I worked on um, Disney Cruise Line for oh, a that's year. that's so funny. Mm-hmm. And I portrayed Princess Yana. So that was like, woohoo. But I always knew, like, when I was younger, I was going to do something. I was in cheerleading. Um, you know, I grew up was in musicals and plays and singing and dancing. I was in this girl group when I was little so it was always something like in my voice. you were to, like, like a before. real girl group yeah. we thought well kind of we had, a, we had a little album that we released but it was like we were in high school it was a middle school into high school our name was intrigued <laughs> it's
0: so was it fun.
1: was it an apostrophe intrigued yes I think we spelled it <laughs> no with it I forget how we spelled it I think it was. It was, it was, it was yeah, I, I know there's an apostrophe in there somewhere but it was so cheesy but like you know, that was like I our love dream. It. We're gonna be singers. Like, yeah, we we performed at like um, movie premieres, like local what? movie premieres That's in the big city. Like, That's like a big deal. You actually did have a girl group. Yeah. We were, like, trying to be, like, Desi Wait, that's really cool, actually. I swear. I need to find that photo, that CD. My parents have it, I'm sure. How did you get, like, the album and stuff made? Did you we have had like- a manager? Yeah, my, so... You're a child the, star! One of, the, yeah, one of the girls in my group, her um, father, I guess, family friend, was a manager. He had all these artists, and he was like, yeah. Took us to the studio. We were in the recording. Like, we had singing lessons. Like, It was, like, a thing we were trying to do, but, you know... Like every girl, group issues. Even though we were like in eighth, eighth, ninth grade, we oh still had issues. You know, right. oh, I mean that's that's prime
0: or... time for girl issues, though. Yes. So it didn't. Wait, really can last. you find?
1: I, can you find photos of this? I might want to use those photos to. for the podcast promo. I'm gonna text my mom, and I know she has them somewhere on an old computer. But yeah, so I always knew like it was in my blood to like do something. I mean, I don't know what it was, but and I dancing. I've danced all my life, and then I just continued that through high school, college. And then eventually I just tried out for, you know, pro team and kind of how it all started.
0: Did, it, did you get, um, did you try out once
1: for the pro team and you got on? Yeah. So I tried, no, I tried out for the New York jets first and I didn't make it my first time. Mm-hmm. And it didn't like, I wasn't upset about it because I didn't, even, I, I went out on a limb. I was like, I'm just going to try like whatever. didn't make it. I was like, dang it. But I was like, you know, I'm going to make it next year. Came back, made it that year. And then, that's like where my whole career of dance became. And I did the Jets for two years. And then I went to Dallas, well, sorry, Disney for a year, Princess Tiana. And then I came back and I was like, you know, I really want to dance. I still want to be in NFL. I felt like there was more. So I was like, let me try for the best team in the country, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And there's no way I'm going to make this team. The most famous like, cheerleaders yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, thousands, hundreds of girls try every year for this team. You know, they had a TV show at the time. And I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make it. But I was like, you know what? Let's try. I mean, my best friend, we packed our stuff, went to Dallas, like, literally just a suitcase, tried out, made it into training camp, and we we're like, holy crap. Like Both of you did? Yes, wow. we both made it, which is crazy because, like, usually friends, they don't make it or, you know. One of the, you know, two gets cut or whatever. So the TV show was following us at the time, CMT making the team. So we're like freaking out. we got to find a place to live within like all a week. So our parents wow. flew there, helped us find a place. And now I'm living in Texas. And then three years later, I was still, yeah, did it for three years. Wow. So were you actually Crazy. on the show? Yeah, it was season, I think. Seven, eight, nine. No, I remember six, seven, watching eight. that show. I wonder, yes. I don't
0: know how, I mean, I don't know how often I watched it, but I remember at least seeing like several episodes. I wonder if I saw you, did you have like a main storyline? It was,
1: yeah. So me and my friend Dan, we were the girls from New York. Well, she was Long Island, I was from Jersey We were the Jets mm-hmm. girls. So we cheered before that. She was like the amazing, perfect dancer. And I was the one I was kind of like sh- always struggling, like maybe Jasmine's going to get cut, you know, because I was like, I, I was, um, DCC, there was, you know, there's such like a trained dancers and I was a trained dancer as well, but I was more like, you know, NFL style, like poppy, yeah. like cute, not so like ballerina and like technical yeah. in that way. So I always struggled with that. And I was always the one on the show, like Jasmine getting called into the office. You're doing this wrong. You're doing this wrong. Like, so I'm sure you might've saw me. I'm oh my God. Sure. I'm going to go try to find I, the archives of this. Mm-hmm, yeah. That was me. So how like, old were you then? I was, okay, so it was 21 when I did the Jets. I was like 20, Cowboys, I was about 24. Okay. Yeah, 24-ish. Well, I didn't realize, like, how far back your, like,
0: reality TV career went. Like, you, so did you, okay, did you
1: enjoy the reality TV show part of that? Like, did you, were you kind of like, oh, I got a bug for this, or... Okay, so that was like my first introduction to like reality TV. Actually, it's a lie. I used to work for the Maury show. So, I knew reality TV. Hilarious. But yeah, that was my internship in college. Is it all fake? <laughs> no, it's actually really real. Like these people, Seriously? I mean, they yeah, the story, the stories that I was working on, the, like the cheating wives, that stuff was real. I mean, a lot of people come there because they want a free trip, you know. Yeah. They want a free, you know, stay in New York City, but it was real. Like these people were like Tell me, I know why am I here? I'm like, I can't tell you this, sir. Your segment, you're about to go on stage. You'll find out. in a minute. Oh wow! How yeah. did anyone
0: ever like freak out on you? Like, you need to tell me right now. Yeah, they're like, tell me, I know she's cheating on me. I know
1: that's why I'm here. This is you're the like, Morrie show. There's only it's one not reason my I'm here. my job to tell you. Yeah, you're like, like well, you'll... you know, even though I know, I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I don't know. You're, you're gonna find out. So, yeah, you're being cheated. You're like, you seem like a really <laughs> nice person. You're gonna be fine after this. You're gonna be fine, <laughs> but you're getting cheated on, and that baby's not yours. But. <laughs> Shit. So many stories like that. But the way, sorry, I get uh, distracted. No, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, so that was like being on um, the CMT show, that was like my first kind of introduction to reality TV. But to me, I wasn't focused on the show because you, you're trying to make the team, like you really are there to mm-hmm. make this team. So you have cameras in your face, like wanting to interview you. And I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. I want to like literally make this team, like I don't care. And you're not getting paid for that. So it was just them documenting your life, like you at home practicing. I didn't realize like how like much like uh, stress and drama goes into reality TV until like, after I got off the show, I was like, wow, this is real. Like reality TV is like this. Like it's real. Like it's not a made up thing that people think, you know, it's all set up. I mean, I'm sure situations are set in place, but yeah, it was, I can see
0: how that would be even more real though. Than like, even like a bachelor or Vanderpump or whatever, which you had experience involved because you truly were like, no, no, my job is I, I want to make this team. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not fabricating any for the camera. You're just like, no, I, I really want to make the team. So, like, yeah. you're really just being yourself.
1: I used to run away from the camera sometimes. And they'd be, like, they're coming at me. they like, interview me after I, like, messed up a routine. I'm like, no, 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 not doing it. Like, but you forget, like, they have to document these things. But you're like, I really want to make this team, sir. I don't want to get cut. Like, I came here from Jersey yeah. to be at Alistair's Australia, not to interview with you. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's a different... Anything-
0: did anything happen with your career after appearing on that show? Like, did you get uh, contacted by other reality shows
1: or? Not really. In Texas, it was like, you know, when you're a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, that was like your life. I yeah. didn't even, I didn't think about reality TV. I didn't think about, you know, doing shows or anything like that. My focus was so much on being a cheerleader that that was like my my life I didn't like no one's ever contacted me maybe like interviews and things like that but never saying hey you want to be on the show I'm sure now it's different because reality tv is such a big popular thing in like the world but back then you know it wasn't that big of a deal I think like yeah I I guess it was was, huge yeah yeah yeah. it was like a
0: did you ever feel like incredible pressure like I was thinking about this I'm like I looked up a photo of you dancing for the Dallas Cowboys and I was like, God, she looks amazing. I'm like, I wonder how much stress went into, and you look amazing now, but I was like, I wonder how much stress went into like staying in shape. Like, I love to dance. I danced my whole life. There's no fucking way I would ever feel comfortable dancing with my stomach out. Like, I don't think I'd ever be in that kind of shape. Like, I just don't think that's in the cards for me. Like, and I And if I was going to do that, like, I don't think I would I think it would be a very unhealthy space for me because I would, I, my body type isn't that. Yeah. So like, was no. it 100% torture?
1: 100% It was very, um, well, I was younger, so it was easier to like keep the weight down, but it was always a thing in my mind. Every day, every day, waking up in the morning, I worried about my weight. I worried about, you know, how I was going to look because, you know, you're getting weighed in on your team like oh, every Jesus. day, like- And they're, well, they don't do it anymore now because all these lawsuits and stuff, but like people, they post your weight on the board and like probation and like, so your mind is always thinking about your, your image and it's, and it sucks because it's like, you know, my body type compared to like somebody else on the team, you know, we could be the same height, but different body types, but they want you to be the same weight. And it's like, how do you. Well, that just also, is like muscle mass and bone density. Like, Yeah.
0: So we had, they figured that that out.
1: Eventually they started realizing, oh, well, not everybody that's the same height is going away the same. And it's like, no, like ding, ding, hello. Uh, But yeah, it was always a struggle. Like, you know, but I mean, I felt good because I was working out constantly every day. We had a trainer. So the days where I was, you know, really Getting those workouts in with a you know boot camp, I felt like fit, but I was always worried that if this muscle is heavy, I'm going to weigh heavy. You know, muscle is mm-hmm. heavier than fat, I'm going to weigh heavy. So there's days where I'm like, okay, I can't really work out like that So I am going want to get jacked. But at the same time, it's like I don't work, I'm going to get like skinny fat. So it was like it was always a struggle. Oh, like
0: God, that's so stressful. Teeter
1: tottering, we would weigh like naked. It was just like. Crazy. Like they yeah, needed to
0: be sued for that. Like that is you can't do that to people. You're it's lucky like, that you have insane. a very healthy mindset that, like, I mean, I've been out to eat with you many times. I've been around you, like you don't have a we you're not like you're like eat. no, but I'm saying like you don't have like an eating disorder or anything that's like carried you into like later adulthood that where that could easily be the case for many people. Obviously. I mean, I
1: thought I did I kinda did when I was on a team. Like yeah. um, my parents know about this now but like back then I got super skinny at one point my mom was so worried about me because I was just so fixated on I have to be skinny I can't eat this I can't do this and like you know I would throw up sometimes after I eat mm-hmm. just because like I knew like oh my god I'm full I can't like I have a game next week like you know it's so sad oh, like it was so messed up like you know and I think about it it's so sad I'm happy that I'm not like that now mm-hmm. but like you kind of just did what you had to do like yeah I mean, it was so really bad but it's still great at the same time I mean that was like the bad mentally things are yeah. like oh god this sucks but you know once you found your rhythm and how you can figure out how to keep your weight great it was it was fine
0: yeah I mean I think anyone like any of my listeners would probably expect that that's like the mental stress you go through and like I feel like oh. as sad as it is like I mean that's probably incredibly common if not widespread in that yeah. And I think a lot of it
1: too, I think about, um, I'm not going to say what director, but I had one of my directors, um, say, she was talking to us about if you're ever hungry. She's like, when I'm hungry, I just drink some tea. And I was just like, in my head, I'm like, that is like the, how do you say that to your team? Like, that is so unhealthy. What are you like, you know, telling these girls because they're going to look up, they, we look up to you as a role model. We're yeah. going to think like, this is what we should do. And I'm like, that's not okay. Like, this is why people have eating disorders. Drink tea when you're hungry. How about you say, eat something healthy, like, not drink tea? I was like, when I'm hungry, I eat potato chips. No, not all the time. I'm joking. <laughs> like, drink tea. I was like, drink tea? That's not going to work for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, no. But, That's yeah, so it was very hard. But, yeah, being a Dalton's culture was, was nuts. It was, yeah. it was a great experience in my life. Yeah, I,
0: Yeah, and you seem, like, very healthy afterwards. It's yeah. Not like,
1: but it's just an experience. It's, it's definitely, it's a lot. I think it's gotten better now just because – everybody's getting exposed for things that they do yeah. wrong. So they're like, oh, can't do that, can't do that. Um, and honestly, at the end of the day, it's about how you. I think it's about how you look and feel, mm-hmm. like not a number on the scale. You know, like
0: I don't even weigh crazy. myself because I know yeah. if what my clothes fit like, and I know if like my clothes aren't fitting, I should probably scale back the eating a little bit. But like yeah. your weight can fluctuate in a matter of five, six pounds sometimes in a day just based yes. on what you eat. Like mm-hmm. I don't need that mental strain. Girl, that was my life for three years. Yeah, no.
1: Can't so <laughs> how
0: did you eventually make it to L.A. then? Like,
1: what oh, brought yeah. you here? Like, I lived literally across the country. Um. So in Dallas, after I've done, I was done training, I was, my ex-boyfriend, he was going to school to get his MBA at Stanford. Mm-hmm. And I was done. I was like, what am I going to do? I was going to either be back to Jersey or we're going to break up. Like, I'm going to try to make this work. And I was like, well, you know what, I really still want to dance, but I didn't want to do another NFL team because you can't go from Cowboys to like Seahawks. Sorry, but it's Seahawks. But you know what I mean? Like, shut up. No, I love the Seahawks cheerleaders, but you know. That's hilarious. Um, So I was like, I still want to dance. Like, what can I do? But I still want to be in this relationship. And I was like, oh my, Golden State Warriors. They're the one team that didn't have auditions yet. And I was like, I'm going to try for them. So I went out there. NBA is a total different game than NFL a few weeks back i became
0: a thrive market member they're delivering organic and sustainable groceries right to my door and i have gotten some amazing products at such a deal okay so i think my new favorite thing is the build your own bundle meat and seafood box it is high quality sustainable seafood healthy meats. it's amazing and it comes right to my door super convenient i'm not having to go to the store I also got like, I don't know, six, 12 pack, don't judge me, of organic wine, delicious. I don't wake up with a headache and I'm stocking up on all their organic, healthy bath and beauty products. And I can't even imagine shopping for all of the array of things that I can get at Thrive Market in the store. I don't think there's any other way to do it except for on Thrive Market. And once you try Thrive Market, you'll love it as much as I do. And here's why, as a proud, Thrive Market member, I get the products I love and My paid membership provides a free one for someone in need, like a low-income family, teacher, veteran, or first responder. It makes me feel good while I'm putting healthy food in my body and saving money. And Thrive Market tailors to over 70 different diets and values like paleo, keto, or plant-based, delivering the highest quality, organic, and sustainable essentials from groceries, healthy snacks, meat and seafood, clean wines, non-toxic cleaning, and bath and body. And as a member, I'm saving, listen to this, 25 to 50% off traditional retail prices, and their carbon neutral shipping is free on orders over $49. The savings I get on my favorite clean organic products are amazing, but I also feel good about helping to support communities in need. In addition to a membership matching, Thrive Market has raised over $750,000 to date through their COVID-19 relief fund. They're just an amazing company, and you guys are going to love the benefits and the giving back of Thrive Market. So go to thrivemarket.com/be here, join today, and you'll get a free gift of your choosing, up to twenty-two dollars in value. That's thrivemarket.com/be here, t h r i v e market.com/be here to start your risk-free membership and get a free gift today thrivemarket.com slash be here. Yes, yeah, so my
1: ex-boyfriend um, got into school at Stanford. He was getting his MBA, and I was like, how are we going to make this relationship work? What can we do? Like, I still want to dance. I can't stay in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, let me try for the Golden State Warriors. Did it. Surprised. I don't know how I made this team. I mean, I get it how I made it kind of because, you know, it's not just about – being able to be the best dancer, they want ambassadors, people that, you know, role models, et cetera. Oh, that's cool. Because so, I'm not, the, I wasn't, NBA is like a different level type of dancing. It's like, you know, it's harder? Is like, yes, it's more hip hop, dirtier, like down, like I can't explain, like um, more intricate.
0: Yeah, movements. yeah. And oh, NFL my. is
1: more like, yeah, <laughs> I see what you're saying. You know it's what more saying? like, cheers. So NBA cheer, is yeah. like, hmm, you know, so I was, that was so out of my comfort zone, but I made the team. So I moved to San Francisco, did the Warriors for a year. Um, ended up breaking with a, breaking up with my boyfriend, and then that's when I did the Bachelor that following year. So how did that happen? I mean, um, the Bachelor is so funny. I never really watched The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. I've heard about it, knew about it, but it wasn't really my show. Um, but my best friend Jessica got asked to do it, and she was in a relationship at the time. And she was like, "Well, my best friend Jasmine is great for this. She just broke up, blah blah blah." Next thing I know, I get a call. They flew me out to LA to interview. They asked oh, wow. me on the spot, yeah, asked me on the spot that I want to do. It? And I'm just like, um, I'm supposed to be moving back to Jersey, but I'm like, okay, this might be a cool thing to do. I don't know. My friend's like, you know, hyping it up, and I'm like, you sure? She's like, you gotta do it. It's the best show. And I'm like, are you sure? Like, are there black people on that show? I literally was like, I don't think there's <laughs> black people on that show. She's like, no, there is. And like, you'll be the first black girl to win. <laughs> I was like, I don't think so. But I was like, hey, it could be a free vacation. It's only two months long. Boom. So yeah. And it happened like so quick. It was like they interviewed me and then four weeks later the show started. It was so quick. Wow.
0: What, uh, and what season were you on with Nick? Yeah. Season
1: 21, I think it was. Oh God, that's going yeah. on for forever. 21 season Not Yeah. But Nick was my bachelor.
0: Did you ever actually <laughs> feel like a real genuine connection with him?
1: at first I felt like a friend I definitely felt like he was gonna be the homie like day one I was like I can be friends with this guy he's cool but I never had that feeling like some of the girls in the house were just like I'm a hundred percent in and I never felt that I mean I would say it just to like do you say think it to they the meant girls, it? But, like, I think Vanessa did the one yeah she would say it and I believe that she really meant it like, yeah I can tell she was like obsessed with him but like some girls I think would just say it just to like say it maybe like I really like him and I'm like he's a good kisser. I'm like he's not <laughs> to look at. He's cool. Whatever. I mean but he's like he was fun in the beginning and then I just kinda started like getting distracted because for me I just don't like fighting for a guy's attention I hated yeah. that. It's like I had a big head. Like I was a Dallas type of Australia a warrior. I was like, I don't fight him you know, fight for a man and then I gotta deal with this. It was just like what am I doing here? You know, see that? Was, yeah. I that, my mind.
0: that I could never get into. It would make me not like the guy. I would be like, he's not that great. Everyone like, we're what are we doing fighting over one? Like it's annoying to think of like someone gets to choose
1: between all you. I, I have too big of a head too, where I'm just like, yeah, yeah, no, I was just like, and I was honestly, I got to the point I was like giving him answers, like saying like, I really like Nick. I can see a future. I, did not could see a future with Nick like what <laughs> but I was like in my head I was like all right I gotta say this to get the next rose I guess because I love the girls I loved hanging out with them I wanted to stay and party with yeah. my friends because you spend so much time with the girls you uh-huh. hardly see the lead you don't see Nick like maybe see him once for like five minutes throughout the whole week unless you go on a date and I was just like over I feel like he started five minutes throughout the whole how, week maybe like he would come how in did they decide that date. they like him Girl, it was like at the the rose ceremony night. That was your cocktail party. You had five minutes to talk to him. And it was like, OK, next coming in. It's just like.
0: No wonder I, none of these relationships really last. I mean, exactly. I guess some do. But like, you don't
1: know the person at all. It, girl, exactly. That's why I was like, I started losing my mind towards the end. I was just like, ugh. I was like, I can't be here. I can't do this anymore. I've done fighting for him. He started, everything he would do was like turning me off. Like, we on group dates. And I'm like, this is freaking whack. Like, <laughs> you know, like this is so whack. But I was, like, trying to do what I had to do to, like, stay because I wanted to stay with my friends. And it was just, like – but then I got to the point, St. Thomas, I was, like, I'm out. I knew I was out. I told them. I was, like, I'm ready. They knew. That's and then hilarious. I went home. And I was, like, perfect. <laughs>
0: so, okay, so you got along with the girls really well. I was wondering if it was, like, really catty. Like,
1: yeah, it was... I was really good friends with most – okay, so for me, I think I've been on, you know, being on different sports teams with many women. I knew how to handle – situations with all different type of personalities mm-hmm. with girls and so i never played that like clicky game that a lot of girls did in the house i was mm-hmm. just kind of like always cool with everybody because i just i don't know i just been around women so, all my life like jets yeah. cowboys warriors it's like i know how to handle this crap don't get involved with in the drama but be cool with everybody be their friend their big sister blah 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 um but yeah i've never really got into the fights i was just always kind of like action people and but I, I have my close friends i'm really close with raven alexis danielle I'm pretty cool with everybody still. It's never like, yeah. a, you know, clicky theme, but there was a lot of clicks in the house, a lot of random little fights that they didn't show. You know, people just fall in love. What was one of the <laughs> craziest things that
0: happened when you were on either Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise? Oh, God.
1: Or both. Craziest thing. Uh, I mean, on or off camera. Oh, craziest thing that's happened on the Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. There's so many crazy things. Um, on the Bachelor, there was just always like, crazy little behind the scenes fights about like Nick or like you took my time you know things like that that you see mm-hmm. on tv paradise was more like I mean I don't know if you watched my season you saw me flip out on
0: Christine. no I, I I didn't watch oh, okay it. wait what well, what'd
1: yeah. you do Kristen well she this is on tv this is not behind the scenes but kind of behind the scenes Kristen was my friend me and her she's on my season she stayed at my apartment before paradise and we were talking about guys that we'd wanted to like, you know, pursue me get down there because we knew we were both going. I told her, I like this guy, Matt. I was like, oh, I'm really interested in dating him. We get to Paradise, I'm like dating him. You know, we have a couple dates. We're like, you know, hooking up, it's going great. She, they drop her in on Paradise, Mm -hmm. clearly on purpose. No answer, piss me off. Have her, she takes out Matt on a date, the guy I'm dating in Paradise. Without even telling me, I'm just, like, not, I see her show up, and I'm thinking, she, there's no way she's going to take Matt. She's my friend. We already talked about this. Like, she's not going to do that to me. Yeah. I'm, like, at the bar hanging out. I hear, they're, like, oh, Kristen's taking Matt on a date. And I'm, like, wait, what? Wait, wait. No, she's not. Like, she would do that. And they're, like, yeah, she is. And then everybody's, like, I'm, like, screw that. I don't care. I'm, like, I don't care. I'm just going to drink. <laughs> so give me a shot give me more shots and then everyone's like getting me stupid they're like it's not fucked up Jasmine and she's like doing that like you know people might yeah, yeah, like guys I don't care I just want to get over it like normal world I would just be like you know go do something Here, Yeah, you just have to do a trick all day so I'm drinking and the shots. producers are
0: probably encouraging them to be like oh, isn't that so this, messed up are you so mad moment.
1: and I know after talking to her now I know that they kind of pushed her to take him which makes sense uh, but I was like what I was like should I do something and then they're like I would go say something. I'm like, take a shot. I'm like, you're right. Throw down the shots. Oh, I like stormed down the beach in a freaking, like, I'm like a hot mess. Stormed down the beach. And I'm like, you want good TV, ABC? I'm going to give you good TV. I really looked dead in the camera because I was so angry because I know this is like all a setup. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know what you guys are doing. You want good TV? I'm about to give it to you right now. So I stormed all across the beach. which we was so far to the hut. <laughs> She's getting ready for the date. I'm like, you just see me. I'm like mad woman, like crazy. <gasps> wrong. I'm to look at this. And I bust into the room and she's getting ready for the date and she's like brushing her teeth. She, she's like, "Ah!" Oh. And I'm like, Kristen, you're a little snake. I feel so bad. We, we're friends now, but I was like, you're yes. a little snake. Like, how could you do this to me? I know how you're doing. I was like, I can't even look at you right now. You're like, snake. Oh and she like, starts crying. And I was like, I don't care if you're crying. Like all this stuff, but they cut a lot of it. So you don't see like me actually really telling her why I was upset you just see me like flipping out on her and I was like Kristen you were at my apartment like we talked about this how can you take him on a date without like telling me I was like if you wanted to take him why don't you ask me or mention it to me first not just do it and then I'm hearing from everybody else that you're getting ready to go on a date with Matt and I just went on a date with him before it was just like this very young high school crap but like when you're in paradise what else do you have to fight about yeah what else you're gonna do <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly did you but actually like so this Matt guy I mean, at the time, I felt like I was in love with them because, you know, when you're in Aww. that situation, no, when you're in this it's like Stockholm world, syndrome. <laughs> yeah, you think that like, this is the one and all one date. You're like, I'm in love. I'm ready to get married. But like one day in Paris is like a week. So it's like, everything moves fast there. So you're just like, yeah. I, love, I love this guy. Like, you know, we were hooking up. And I'm like, oh, it just felt like he was the one, but <laughs> definitely not the one. Me and Kristen are cool right now. We're, we've talked about it and everything. And It's just the situation when you're there little things become so big you know yeah yeah it's like you have nothing to do you have nowhere to escape you have nothing nowhere to go so you fight those are the fights we had such an interesting
0: like like, thought thought experiment like i wonder how i would react in that situation like i'm not much of a fighter like at all but i feel like i would probably react like you did if like if i thought i really and i was just
1: bored Rachel, like, me too. I don't fight. Like, I, yeah, no, mean, you me, don't. I'm like, I'm very like, I want to stay with my drama. I ain't got time yeah. for this. That's why at the bar, I was like, no, guys, I don't care. He wants to go on a date with her. Screw him. I was like, you know, like, I don't need him like that. Yeah, like, screw it, screw it. But then I have all these people like, that's so messy, and I'm just like thinking about it, like the times going by, and I'm like, oh, my God, and then it makes you feel like a what's where you're like, should I say something? Yes. Do I look stupid right now? And then like, you got yeah. the cameras in your face, and I'm like, do I do this? Like, if I do this, you know, I'm like, what do I do? And I'm like, epic. Flip the table. Going. Hilarious. Jersey came out, but like I would never do that in normal life. It was just there's nothing to do to escape. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen you be dramatic ever. No, because I don't care. Like especially when it comes to guys, it's like I don't care. There's so many guys there, but it was just more like she was my friend, and then they're in my ear saying, "But that's your friend. How could your friend do this?" And that's when it started like hitting me. Like, I just yeah. wish I like didn't do that because I felt bad. But it was just it was great. Oh TV, no, it made good TV. Yeah, that's what I said. It made the it made the little preview thing the. Coming oh, like the teaser? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: How did your parents feel about you being on the Bachelor series stuff?
1: Oh my god, my mom when I told her, she was like, kind of the same thing I said. She was like, "Wait, why would you do that?" She's like, "I don't think they have black people on that show because <laughs> there's not that many." Let's be real. True. Though there wasn't at the time. She's like, "I don't." She's like, I don't think you'll do well on that." <laughs> she's like, "She's like, I know you're beautiful and great, but she's like, I don't know if you'll do well just because like you know it is. She's like, no one like you ever." Like when When black girls not gonna win. I'm like, yeah, but my friend said it's like you know a free vacation, it could be fun. And she's like, all right, fine. My mom's like, anything I do, like she didn't at first when I told her I was doing the Cowboys. She thought that was like crazy too. She's like, oh my god, you just want to do all this stuff. But then when I do it, you know, and she's like, okay, that was cool. I'm happy for you. So it's just like you know, she was like kind of iffy, like why would you do that? But she's like, hey, if you're gonna do it, fine. I'll support you. Yeah. Yeah, which is like interesting,
0: for her. <laughs> With um, with everything that's going on, I want to get into like a slightly heavier conversation yeah. about that. But like now, just specifically about because you brought it up, being on like The Bachelor or any of your reality TV experiences, did you ever feel any discrimination or any? Uh, did you feel like you were treated differently than some of the girls, or in a or in a way where you placed in like a token role?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, at first, I mean, I didn't feel I didn't feel that way like right off the back um I think it's well, I think for me I just always have been kind of like the token and like the cheers like all my cheer teams Jets it was like the only me and another black girl mm-hmm. cowboys there was about maybe six of us so I was always like aware of it but it was just kind of like how those roles I was just always placed in it that I kind of I said this on other podcast. once i was saying like you kind of accepted it and which is awful to say but it was just kind of mm-hmm. like okay I, i'm the one of the five black girls that are going to make the team this year because they're only going to take five like we, you know we kind of already knew that which is so sad and it kind of just really kind was programmed to like think like it's whatever it's whatever but now looking back i'm like holy crap like i didn't even like realize i was a token black girl on that date or you know i was put in these situations where I'm the only black girl where they wanted me to act a certain way on the bachelor. Mm -hmm. Um, and if I wasn't giving them that, they're like, okay, let's get her to drink. And maybe she'll start like getting riled up.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, but I
1: never felt there was any like racism or anything that I have personally like, um, experienced on the bachelor or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But I definitely have been the token or, you know, being that girl in those situations. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like it? So I had this girl Tatiana on my podcast and like, she, um, She's a podcaster. Um, she, so I was asking her similar type questions about like job stuff and uh, it felt very much like the way you're answering it, which it seems like it's like you, you maybe realize it later or it's like a self-preservation thing of like, Oh well, this just is what it is. Or yeah. like, no, I I guess she would be like, no, I guess I don't think I've ever experienced any discrimination or racism. Like when getting a job, she goes, well, I know I can't wear my hair curly, and then I can't do this, and then she started listing the things that she had to change yeah. about herself, and then she was like, oh yeah, I guess I,
1: yeah, yeah, I guess you don't I don't think um, of it. You're yeah, like, oh, I didn't think like if I, you know, wore my hair a certain way as a curly that wasn't allowed. I'm like, why? And I'm like, I just always thought this was just like the look I had to have, but I'm like it's you know, that's not what they want. They don't want me on my natural hair. So I never really thought of those things. till so after I got the show, I'm like, hold up, maybe. And, you know, you start to think like, that wasn't right. That, yeah. that should never happen. You know, there's not a lot of black producers on the show. Like, and you know, you start thinking about stuff like that. I'm like, maybe that's why I didn't really connect with some producers. Like some girls are super close to producers. I mean, like buddy, buddy, like besties. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying that's a reason why. Like I, my best friends are, it's not that, but I can tell that there was never anybody I could relate to like on the set. Mm-hmm. Besides my Dominica Rachel, who's in my season, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, do you think I, um, any
0: um, cast mates ever hook up with producers on the set?
1: You know, I really thought one girl in my cast did. Because she was so close to them, like holding hands in the mall. It's like, who does that? I'm like, really? yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but I, not that I personally know, but I'm sure wouldn't be surprised. I mean, who knows? Like, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Shit. So, I just to. I, I just had
0: to ask that question because I honestly, there. might I think it has
1: in the past, maybe like I'm sure. seasons back.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So n- nothing like overtly where you were like, oh, yeah. this is
1: like until maybe later you thought about it. Well, I always just thought like in my head. I was just, like, especially when I was st- still on the season, like I was top eight, and I was thinking, why am I here? I was like, am I here because I am the token black girl? Because I already knew Rachel was gonna make it to the end, we all knew that. And I was like, why am I still here? I was like, me and Nick don't have a connection, clearly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I know we're friends, but like, why am I here? And I'm, and I'm like, am I here because I'm just black and they gotta fill that spot because if they get rid of me, it's gonna look bad. Mm-hmm. And she's was just like, why am I here? I really just didn't understand. I didn't have like a, you know, a storyline. Yeah. And it just, so I always, I always thought that, I'm like, I'm here because I'm black. Like I literally would think that. I'm like, I'm only still here because I'm black just didn't make sense why am I here yeah <laughs> like I'm like I'm just drinking no connection with this well yeah guy. have you ever thought no certain,
0: Have you ever thought at certain points though like well I guess it kind of works out for
1: some things <laughs> yeah.
0: of, like I got to stick around longer That's honestly, they I, was, like, to... I could hang out with my friends I was like they yeah. need
1: me for something clearly like I don't know what it is and i was like maybe my interviews are kind of funny too I just didn't care anymore yeah. I was like whatever saying whatever I wanted to say no filter they yeah like that too
0: oh they've one more I, there's just remind me of another yeah. question didn't mean to interrupt you So one of the other things I was talking to Tatiana about is um, and she's in more of like an actual work setting, like an office. Mm -hmm. But I feel like when you were saying like they want you to kind of get riled up, she she was explaining that um, if even she was like, if even I give my opinion on something in a slightly elevated way, Mm -hmm. she goes, that is even probably less Mm -hmm. than if a white girl did it. Basically, she's Mm -hmm. she's like that. I'm the angry black woman. I'm the angry black woman.
1: Do you yeah. feel like they were trying to get you to riled up to be the angry black girl? 100%. There was 100%. There was one incident. They wanted me, um, it was between Corinne and Tit. Well, Corinne was going off about her nanny and all this stuff. And I just didn't care. I was like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to like get into this. Like, I don't care. She has a nanny. We get it. And they're like, come on. But don't you think it's like so that she's a nanny and she's here and she's not mature enough. I was like, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to do this. You want me to get angry and like, and. He pissed off at her, I don't care. And then they went for me, they're like, Oh, Jazz is not gonna do it. So then they went to Taylor. It was like, I'm not gonna give you that. Like, that yeah. was an incident there. They tried to do that with me, and I was like, I'm not gonna give you what you want right now because I know that's what you want. I'm yeah, not be this crazy black woman. Yeah. And the same thing kind of happened on Paradise, like a situation where, um, like this, uh, this girl, she started like yelling and freaking out on me. And I'm just thinking, if I did that, if I raised my voice like that, oh my god, it would look like. Mm -hmm. hold up who is this crazy woman but this little white girl's yelling at me and Mm -hmm. it's like funny or it's cute it's just like totally that's what we talked about yeah it's like when latino
0: girls do it it's like she's the sexy latino or like or like the white girls like she's just one of those crazy white girls oh she's crazy i love crazy girls
1: like i do it's like oh that girl is so ghetto and loud i can't and it's like no i (sighs) can literally just be telling you something they're like oh my God, she's getting a little aggressive. Jasmine's getting aggressive. No, I'm not. But if she said it, it's funny. It's cute. Oh, she's just crazy. I've
0: literally seen hysterical white girls (laughs) on a regular basis act way more crazy than any black girl I've ever been friends with. I don't think I I don't uh, like any, any black man or woman I've ever been friends with. Like the white girls are yeah. far more insane they
1: shriek and they throw tantrums <laughs> like, exactly. exactly and that's why i was so nervous when i did when everyone's like telling me to run down the beach to confront you know kristen mm-hmm. for taking that out i was like in my heart i was like i can't do this i can't be this girl i can't do this like that's so i was like leave me alone y'all i don't want to deal with it yeah but then like you know the alcohol and then i'm just forget the kids yeah. are there and i'm like and i gave them what they wanted and i didn't want you know yeah to be that girl and it's like boom. It happens. But you should but be allowed to be
0: yeah, I should upset. That. And that, but you should be allowed to be upset and then be like, ah, that probably wasn't the best part of my yeah. character without it being, oh, she's an angry black yes, woman. She's crazy exactly. black.
1: Exactly. Just like
0: any white girl can get away with it and be like, I was just drunk and like when I'm drunk, yep. this set, it's like. I got like, so
1: many, so many, like so much hate for that. They're like, you're such a bully, you're mean, black, like mean, black, all, you know, all the names in the world. And I'm just like, but if a white girl did that, I'm sure it would have been like, Oh my God, this is the ray, Oh my God. She's ki- kicking yeah, her ass. That's what like, I do. when oh, I'm drunk too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Seriously. I'm telling you, watch it. You'll be like, yep. White it's so, that, r-
0: it's so ridiculous. Wow. It's absolutely ridiculous.
1: Yeah.
0: 100%. So with what's going on now, like, have you, do you feel a lot of hope? Do you feel, um, do you feel like things are changing, or do you feel like it's just kind of exacerbating the worst in certain people and making some people better? But
1: yeah, I mean, oh, this year there's so much going on. It's like, it's, I feel like it, this had to happen. This needed, like, we need this. Mm-hmm. We have to have these conversations, we have to have these talks. But when it comes to like The Bachelor and that world, um, I think it's good because now they're going to notice like, okay, we need to have more representation mm-hmm. on our shows. You know, we have Matt who's going to be the new first black bachelor, which is crazy out of how many seasons it blows my mind that, it's, mm-hmm. that, you know, the case, but I think it's a step in the right direction. I mean, even if it's, even if they're just throwing it at us to keep us quiet and shut us up. I mean, it's something, I guess they're trying. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just hope they can continue with that, with people behind the scenes, casting higher, like, black people asians you know like people Mm -hmm. that are producers like
0: yeah i think that was interesting you said that 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 would make people that would make like people like you more comfortable if like you don't have anyone like if you don't have another like black woman on set that can like relate to it like it's just
1: it's different like the boys i'm in paradise they had a black guy and i was like and all the black guys like they kind of like they kind of it was easier for them to interview with him because Mm -hmm. like you're interviewing about like personal stuff or family stuff and maybe you talking to a, a white group, they don't understand maybe those totally. struggles that you might have. So I'm not saying every black person understands that, but you go, it's a different, when you might feel a little bit comfortable. With some people, some mm-hmm. black people might be more comfortable talking to a black person than talking to a Yeah,
0: I've been around all types of
1: people in my life, so it's fine for me, but some people might not. And so yeah. same thing as like, oh, white girl talking to a black, they might not feel comfortable. So you have to have all these different type of people that are working this show. So hopefully yeah. that changes. I don't know. I mean, the doctor's yeah. pretty... But well, that I mean, that's, I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs>
0: trying. good. And I mean, at the very least, which is so sad that, like, I'm even going to say this sentence, but like, I just think that some people are so ignorant and yeah. not, and uncomfortable with change that maybe just. Uh, a sprinkling of that Just makes him like yeah. Oh this is normal Like <laughs> Which is know. fucking ridiculous But like I know But just like Oh I'm visually seeing this On my TV Oh wow And he's famous Now I respect him Right, like,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> I respect him now I He's on The Bachelor Yeah <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's true There's uh, This world There's so much going on Right now It's like People get You know Fired And being exposed And like But this, this is crazy. good We need to like To shake it You know We need this like Awakening And like To show people like we're all the same. It's not like Yeah, yeah. they will be black and fine love, and, like, we saw the same problems. <laughs> you can't be black and do fun No, it's <laughs> I just feel like, no, I just feel like on the show, too, like, there was moments, they don't show me talking about, like, my deep, like, uh, family trauma or things that happened mm-hmm. in my life. They only show me talking about, like, the fun stuff, I like, to party, and it's, like, but they show all the, you know, white girls and these sad music, like, oh, I, you know, didn't have a dad, like, but what about... The women of color, not once have you, I just want to play, if you can go back and show me a scene of somebody Black talking yeah. about something deep, I've never seen it. Yeah, that they've had yeah, to experience on a day-to-day basis. Nope, nothing. It's always been just something like, fun. they're cool, but not anything deeper. But why aren't you showing like these, the Black cast members, they have stories too. And I'm sure they're talking about deep stuff. Oh yeah. You don't, you don't see that. Yeah. You don't, you don't see that. You just see the angry, or the yelling or getting pissed off about something and never something deep. And I know that's not the case because i know i've had deep conversations with nick that they didn't show and it's like why didn't they show that yeah they picked the narrative
0: how did your how did your parents like raise you to uh, did you guys talk about racism and stuff when you were a kid did they prepare you for things that could happen or did they just treat the everything like you're it should be normal and then hopefully nothing happened along the way
1: yeah, um, well, I grew up in a very mixed, diverse commute town, so mm-hmm. it was never a thing where it was like, That's good. be careful, but I mean, I would come home from school and say, Mom, like, the girls are, like, touching my hair, and they're saying, like, I look ugly because it's different, and it's nasty, Aww. you know, she would have to explain to me, like, okay, well, look, one, she'd be like, they're jealous, <laughs> but she's like, you're beautiful, but, you know, she would have to explain to me, like, I, I love black. moms like that. Yeah, she's like, are you know, she's like, you're beautiful. And that's why they're staring at you. But she's like, you're, you know, you're black. Your hair is, you're black. You'll never have straight hair like that. We have to straighten your hair to get it. Like, you know, she so would yeah. have to tell me these things. And I'm just like, oh, so we started when I was really little. But, um, so my parents were always good with like letting me know about certain things like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, but they were never like, it was never like, I, my, my first boyfriend was white like Mm -hmm. my friends black friends it was never like a a bigger deal in my community Mm -hmm. um but when I was little we just had to make sure I knew about these things because it would happen like and it's not the I think little kids I don't blame them I think it's just how their brain brought up too yeah they didn't know absolutely you know it could just be
0: genuine curiosity yeah like and so
1: so that's like kind of where she had to teach me like yeah well you're black so this is why you're you know is this or that and this is why you look different you're so beautiful like so, but yeah. I love that she led with they're jealous. That's something my. Mom yeah, she was just joke around. She's like, they're just jealous. And she's like, they're staring at you because you're pretty. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> you're like I know I am so pretty. <laughs> but it's never. Yeah, I never really had crazy racism like like That's dealing with like that growing up, which I'm so. it makes me happy less than thankful for you know? I think it's just happened most. A lot of it has happened after I moved out of my town. You know, being in. Like the spotlight or whatever, and mm-hmm. doing cheering and being in Dallas—that's that's when I really got a smack of it, you know. Yeah. So it was eye-opening to me to see like, wow, people are like this in the world because <laughs> you know yeah. you move from your little town, it's like everyone loves diverse and loves each other. To so like, holy crap, people are like say this stuff to black people, <laughs> like I never knew, you know. So it's yeah, but my parents are great. Greg
0: and I were watching this show on Netflix called, um, shoot, what was it called? Prime, wait trial by media trial by media okay. and it was this case of this um this beautiful woman I forget what country she was from in Africa and uh, her son had moved to the U.S. just straight lace, like IT and studying IT or something yeah. like, and he ended up getting shot to death in in New York I believe yeah. and um by I know there was like, it was a racist act and I forget who's the famous he's just uh an incredible dresser uh just big black rights advocate he's like the one of the most famous dudes like oh, in the who? Um, click on episode 4 Al Sh- Al Sharpton? Oh, Al Sharpton. Yeah, he's
1: the Reverend?
0: Yeah, yeah, Reverend Al Sharpton. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real snazzy dresser? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He was what show was he on? What's it called? Uh I don't know.
0: He's so skinny now. Oh yeah, he lost so much weight. Just for health reasons. I
1: don't know. I think he made. So weird that when people get thing. so
0: skinny after being. Yeah, like Adele, is super skinny now. Yeah.
1: But why did they do that stomach thing? The ga-
0: the. Oh, gastric bypass or something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, here we go. So, anyways, I'll re- rephrase. So, anyways, in this in the show, yeah. trial by media. So, she. I mean, her son had just died, and she's she's holding her composure she looks absolutely beautiful uh al sharpton has joined her and they're leaving the courtroom they literally like she's in beautiful gold jewelry her clothes are beautiful his suit is snazzy and they're like leaving there looking like like royalty and then you see the like pissed off white people (laughs) (laughs) sorry the mean white people the bloated white people that are just like mad like they come out after them and it's just sort of like you guys just look bad. Like they just like it's never like, oh, like it's like <laughs> a- angry. It makes like being, no Yeah, being angry <laughs> like, makes you look ugly, I think. Oh 100%. And, like, She had just lost her son in the most horrible tragedy yeah. and she was like so composed and so elegant and like it and was. And you a- were like they were just like, eh, and I'm like, have another oh, cheeseburger. <laughs> dude, go have another cheeseburger. Why don't you, Karen? I'm no. such an <laughs> asshole. But
1: it was no, like, we couldn't stop
0: laughing about it. We are like, you, you don't look better as a person just because you're white. You look right. like an asshole right now. Right? Just be a good
1: human. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, yeah. I just think about I was when you were going back to that, um, when you say that, I think about my when you mentioned about parents growing up. I think mm. about my brother. I think my parents are hard on my brother. Yeah, being a black guy. Like they were always like, don't Worried do this, about him. you get locked up. And I'm like, "And never I had that. And I was just like, oh, now looking back, I'm like, mm, I get it. Yeah, you know, I just never thought, I thought they were just being hard on him because he's a boy. They're yeah. like, no. And now I'm like, oh, it's because he's a black guy in America.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, I had this woman, Bridget on my podcast too. She wrote this awesome book. I recommend you read it, but I'll even mm-hmm. just send you the clip from this podcast where she tells this story that's like legitimately my favorite story about um, her mom in the yellow shoes like she was treated bad in like 60s grade school by her white teacher because she had too many shoes and the white teacher wanted to know why uh, instead of her mom being like you know don't like or like yeah. don't don't dress too nice. like we'll just so the teacher doesn't bother your mom her mom like took her to Saks Fifth Avenue bought her another $200 pair of shoes like in Damn. cash and was like you're gonna walk up to your teacher tomorrow and be like actually I have 12 pairs of shoes so it's a really good story but anyways <laughs> yeah she, send me that that's amazing. So, anyway, she was talking about when she was growing up. Um, her her mother told her a story about um, that her dad um, had done pretty well. He had owned land, and he was able to buy his sons a car. And mm. the reason why he bought his sons a car was really for their safety so that mm. they couldn't be walking home from school or from something like practice late at night or something and have like random, you know, white kids yell like rape, like he raped this girl. Like it was mm. to just keep them in a car safe from one point yeah. to another. And like, that's like stuff that, you know, most people don't have to think about.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, it's true. A lot of people don't. They just, I had a conversation with my friends about this cause they didn't understand like why I was so upset when like the whole George Floyd thing happened and like how like, I hit me because I could have been my brother. And they're like, I had explained to them like, you guys don't wake up every day thinking like, oh my God, your brother might get killed walking down the street or your brother might get racially, by the wrong person. Like my mm-hmm. cousin's been arrested. They thought he was somebody, he's walking home from work. They thought he was somebody that robbed the place down the street, it wasn't him. He had to stay in jail for like a week until you know, they prove that it's not him. And it's like, God damn, and he ended up losing his job. because work, God. you know, it's like, God. it's like, come on, like, because he was just a black guy walking down the street and like, you know, a white person thought that was, it's like, it's crazy that you know you really have to wake up thinking like oh my god my brother gonna be okay and like so I can imagine being a parent like I don't have kids yeah. yet but I'm just like holy crap like I can't this imagine world is fucked yeah <laughs>
0: like, it's yeah. bad do you feel like it's getting better though do you feel like this is
1: um I
0: mean I too early to tell maybe
1: yeah I feel like things are happening yeah so that's good little changes you know things are happening around the world. That's, I mean, they're on this country. That's nice to see. I just hope it keeps going in that direction. And this isn't just like a trending topic totally right now. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of people jump on board with that. And then it's like, okay, let's not talk about it. It's over. But it's like, Nope, we're still here. It, it's still going on. Like, yeah, that's just why still it has going, to keep going. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we'll see what's going to happen. But
0: Well, hopefully. we can wrap it up soon, but I wanted to ask you, yeah. did I, so I saw you were on Sheena's podcast I can't remember, were you working at Sir before all this happened, or did you just start working there, did they reopen? I think I remember you were working there
1: right before. Yeah, I was working at Sir since, like, right after Christmas. Okay. Before Christmas. Are they reopened? No, we opened up for, like, a day. (laughs) We opened up back for a day, right when they were like, okay, restaurant's open, and then they shut it down, like, the next day, I think it was, so we were literally open for for one day, they had changed everything, new tables, like, you know, got rid of the cloths, like, you know, doing this six feet apart for the tables. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, Gavin's like, nope, shut down. Yeah. Outdoor seating. and we only have, what, three, four patio seats, you know, in the back? We were yeah. The bar- yeah, so we have like three patio tables. Like, you're not gonna open up with that unless they get a permit and could do stuff in the back, like in the, um, the parking. Yeah, Like, that's the only time they're gonna be able to do yeah. outdoor dining. So we're closed for now which kind of sucks but well I mean, when they
0: open back up and they start filming again would you consider joining vanderpump rules i think that's what i read that you talked about on yeah um
1: i know it was so funny i was like i said one thing and it like blew i was like oh my god um yeah i mean i would consider it for sure just because mm-hmm. i i know i work there i'm friends with most of the people um that happens yeah i'm not like pressed like dying to like be on the show but I think yeah. it is a good opportunity like to use that platform for something especially mm-hmm. what's going on right now with mm-hmm. all black lives matter I would love to be able to like bring attention to that and use that yeah um, but not I'm, I, won't, I don't want to be on the show just to like have all this drama with people because yeah it's just like I said before I don't want to do that on the bachelor and I'm not trying to do it here um but yeah if I can use that for like a platform to do stuff and like then let's go no yeah. <laughs> game yeah. so we'll see for sure we'll, we'll yeah. have to see I know. We'll see. I mean, who knows? I mean, we never not open up with
0: all this crap going on. I mean, it will eventually, but like, I don't even know. Do you? I don't know. We can't even. We don't know if it's going to be a show. Like, I don't even know. I was asking
1: Sheena about that. She doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, whatever you do next will be amazing. I mean, I didn't
1: even realize like how many shows you've done and yeah, yeah crazy, like, right? that's why i was like i'm done with tv i'm like i can't do this anymore it's too much stress yeah and i was on like a dating show i could imagine like my whole life being exposed <laughs>
0: well you had that though basically with the I mean, CMT. oh yeah cmt yeah. yeah
1: it was like them following around at home it's like it's not like it's new to you
0: what yeah. would be like your yeah. ultimate goal to be um if you were going to be on tv unless you just want to completely get out
1: of it <laughs> um no i think it's fun being on tv but if i was on a tv i wanted to be Something a little more positive. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, I just like sometimes the bachelors always like, you know. Yeah. Love, but it can be negative. Vanderpump could be like negative. I just want to be a positive thing. Like, let's do something good. That's not like, yeah. I'm to be on this show. Like, let's make stuff happen. Exactly. Let's, like, and like, do who, need, and who needs stuff. to party like, that much? Like, yeah, I just exactly. don't even have it. I'm past that. I'm really yeah. past that. my I, like, I used to be a crazy party. I'm in my 30s yeah. now. I'm like, I don't need to party that hard. I'm not interested. I've like, done it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> done it all. Literally. So exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> well maybe you could like host something i don't know I'm just yeah i mean i would things. love to do some
1: hosting like um i'm actually my friend we're trying to do starting this like um non mm-hmm. so like that's something i would love to like you know showcase if that's do cool what, show. what, you what's you know, a non-profit like, for um change chance for change it's like uh we're working with schools well how school's not probably going to be happening but um <laughs> 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 everything right nothing's happening so covid is just ruining our plans um but it was supposed to be like schools helping kids with supplies giving back to kids who don't you know have uh-huh. you know the money or uh, resources to get those things
0: yeah Ooh, maybe like a like a donation-based tutoring service maybe yeah, yeah we i should do about that because i love stuff school. like that
1: mm-hmm. i know there's so many different like, like i would totally things. donate my
0: time i just don't know if i remember everything but like I love school. I would oh, do kids homework for
1: free. <laughs> i don't even know. I'm like, what's 15 times? No. Well, sometimes <laughs> I, I do, do left it. and
0: right. Sometimes I have to put the L up and I'm like, that's left. Okay, got it.
1: <laughs> the butter, the
0: B, the red. Yeah. Anyways, oh, well, it's really yeah. good talking to you. Tell everyone you where they can too. find you on the
1: socials and the everything. Yeah. You can find me on social media, jasminegood underscore. That's good with an E. Yeah. On everything. All the same. Uh, well,
0: thank you for doing this. This will be up a-